What's going on? This is Michael Mariah with Spinning Fire. Today is Rosalie. <laughs> Today is Monday. Monday, Monday, Monday. Okay. No, we don't do retakes. Everything is done the right way. All right. So today is Monday. And as you guys know, every single Monday we come to you spit fire. What do we do? Spit fire. We spit fire. We spit the truth and nothing but the truth. All right. So today's gonna be a little bit different. Today I'm gonna have one of our representatives in our company interview me. I know it's weird, I know it's different. I'm kind of like introducing myself, but it's okay. That's how we do business, and you're both. All right, so, Rosalie actually has been with us. How, how many months have you been with us? I've been with you guys for five months. Five months. Have you learned a lot? Yes, I have. She has learned a lot, definitely, all right? So, she can ask me a bunch of questions. She actually compiled a lot of these questions from a lot of the guys in our company, from different offices, because they wanted some questions to be answered, all right? So, I'm gonna have Rosalie give a little introduction, and we go from there. Awesome. My name is Rosalie. I'm going to interview this guy, Mike, successful entrepreneur, inspiring others. And we're super excited to ask all these awesome questions. Now, people are interested in how you became successful. I went to the bathroom, I aimed, and I got it in. As long as he completed it, right? Yeah, as long as you, if you see him do something, he will do it. Success, man. Everybody's successful. It all depends on the level of success that you want. Exactly. So, now, for people who don't know who you are, what is Mariah Marketing? Mariah Marketing is a company where we give the opportunity to anybody, whether you're from Yale or jail. We don't care if you got degrees. We don't care if you got more degrees than a thermometer. We care about your ambition. We care about your hustle. We care about your grind. And if you're the kind of person that was like me that had no real opportunity, and you just were looking for someplace to call yourself, uh, uh, call call your home, so to say, and kind of advance in life and become a better individual, become a 2.0 version of yourself, that's what Brian Marker is all about. And what we do is we train people to be better sales agents, we train people to be better individuals, we equip them with the right tools necessary to win, and we develop them to become monsters in the industry. And you know, in, in, in that process, our job is to impact millions of people. That's the whole mission of the company. It's not about me, and it's not even about you. It's about the next generation, the next new person, the next person that comes in here that has a dream, because a lot of people come in here with a small, small glimpse of hope, and they really want to accomplish some kind of greatness, and we have to give them the right platform and say, you know what, you can be successful, you can achieve greatness, you can have whatever you want, just like I did, have them, just like my, you know, I had my American dream kind of accomplished, you know, little by little. So that's pretty much what we, what we stand for in the company. Well, that's really powerful. I can imagine how many people you've impacted in their lives. So my second question that someone had for you was, how long have you been in the marketing sales industry? So I've been selling since I came out of my mom's womb. I'm like, poof, I said, sales, baby. But uh, I started sales very young age, right? Okay. I was always selling stuff. One of my first jobs was selling candy, as if I was the canteen store in a sleepaway camp. So I was always hustling, selling stuff, always, you know. But that was me being a little, little baby businessman, right? So being a businessman is taking a banana for 50 cents and selling it for a dollar. But being an entrepreneur is taking that banana and making it into a milkshake and selling that milkshake for five dollars. So that's what an entrepreneur is. It takes a problem and creates a solution for it. So I wouldn't say I was an entrepreneur until I was until like 19, 20, 21 years old when I started really thinking about that. But I was in sales since I was a young kid. And I worked different jobs. I was snow shoveling. I was building my team. When I was a young kid, I had two, three, four people working for me, kind of snow shoveling around the neighborhood. Uh, I started working in, in different uh, um, different small places in the mall, like a teeth winding kiosk. And then I kind of went to the uh, 47th Street in the jewelry district. 
and it was it was rough. But I eventually ended up owning my own company when I was 24, turning 25, and that's when life really started to really, you know, uh, uh, really rapidly grow from the momentum that I built from 19 years old. Wow, beautiful. What made you start this, and why did it inspire you? That's a good question. I like that question. Why did I start this? Well, number one. I remember when I was knocking on doors, I was selling, you know, uh, for a big cable company, one of the top in the, in, in the world, uh, huge company, and I remember, like, I was literally knocking on doors, and it was the middle of the winter, it was fall time, it was springtime, I was like, there's gotta be a better way, where I don't have to just do this to make money. There's gotta be some way where I can duplicate myself, build something, and give other people the chance to grow, and I can make money off the efforts of other people and give them the same opportunity as well. And that's when the idea started to play in January 2016. And I was with my best friend, Jason, right? We were hanging around and every day I was talking, yo, bro, there's gotta be a better way, there's gotta be a better way. Even though I was making considerably good income in you know, average person's eyes, I was making two, $3,000 a week, in my mind, I was like, I'm trading my time for this dollar bill. How do I get more freedom? How do I get more time? And how do I impact people at the same, at the same, the same time? Because I don't just wanna make money, I wanted to have a successful life and a significant life. And what I've learned is that success is all about you, significance is about other people. So I wanted to have all both. I wanted to wake up every morning and know I'm successful, but I'm also living a significant life. And that's what was important for me. So I actually thought about that every single day and a lot of people that were around me that I kind of spoke out loud of it were kind of like testing me saying it's not gonna happen. And I was like, yes it is, like it's gonna happen, I just gotta figure it out. And a lot of people kind of started to hold me back from achieving that, but I figured out a way because I, when you have a dream, nothing will stop you. So that's the reason why I kind of started the company. I had no idea it would end up being, you know, this successful, but having 130 plus reps, 140 plus reps, I, believe, I think we're at 140 right now. Last week we were 130. We're growing so fast, I can't even control it. And that's the beautiful thing about it. And I can't wait to get to 1,000 agents because that's really the goal. And then we're gonna have more goals from that. But that's pretty much why I started the company, for to be successful, give people the chance to be successful, and also have the chance to help other people become successful in the same process, which is what we call significance. Wow. So with that being said, dreams are just dreams without any goals. Dreams are just? Dreams without any goals. Yeah, well, a, 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 for me, a goal, well, for me, a dream is a goal with a date. Sorry, uh, for me, a goal is a dream with a date, sorry, right? So dreams alone without a specific date, nothing's gonna happen. You have to have a dream with a set action plan and a time frame when you wanna accomplish it. And I just wanted it now, I wanted it yesterday. I wanted it so bad, like I put everything to the side. At that time I was with a, with a girl, Right, she was an awesome girl, nothing wrong with her, but I just knew that she was not gonna help me get to where I wanted to go. Amazing person, right? She's maybe amazing for someone else, but not amazing for me, because what I was looking for is that wing woman to kind of be with me in the same place to build something, you know? And I'm still looking for that. I'm still gonna keep my eyes open, because at the end of the day, my dreams and my goals are extremely, extremely important. And I'm not gonna let nobody steal that. If you watch this podcast, if you listen to this audio, you wanna make sure that nobody ever steals your dream. Your dream is the most powerful thing out there. And if you let people steal your dream, you are screwed. You are screwed because you'll be a dead zombie walking around waiting for your body to catch up to your death. And you don't want that. Very well said. So with that being said, you know, you can't do things alone. You always need partnership. 100%. Whether it's in your love life, business life, you need you need that 100%. relationship. I mean, listen, you can't, you can't have kids by yourself. No. You need the other man or the woman to help you create that. Now, some people end up, you know, raising their children by themselves, but that's why it's so challenging. But that's why you need that support, right? Two people to help you out. So you need a team, absolutely. One thing that's in common with everything in life, love, uh, uh, business, everything, there's a system we have to follow, right? Absolutely, awesome. absolutely. Awesome, so now we're gonna go on to the next question. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Perfect. 
When you say 100 IDOs and 1,000 agents, how many offices are you looking to open across the United States? Say, say it again, say it again. Uh, across the when United States. When you say 100 IDOs. Yeah. And you want 1,000 agents. Yeah. How many offices are you looking to open across the entire United States? So I'm not counting offices because offices mean nothing. Okay. See, people are what run offices. Offices don't run people. So I don't care about the office quantity. I can have a million offices or I can have a hundred offices. As long as I have the independent business owners and I have the sales agents, the independent business owners will bring the offices and the agents are going to fill up those offices. So you got to have the right mindset on what you want. A lot of times people say, well, I want this, 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 and that. And they're working, worried about the nonsense that makes no sense to focus on. It's like trying to say, I want to, I want to go to the gym, right? And I want to, let's say I want to lose weight. Okay. And people start putting crazy I'm gonna do seven sets of chest for the next 16 weeks. Instead of them focusing on being disciplined, getting to the gym on time, working that progress, eating right, sleeping right, and then you can work, worry about all the other stuff. Because if you eat right and go to the gym and show up and do the proper exercises, then you can worry about the tactics and the rules stuff and how many offices and stuff like that. So I don't really think about, when it comes to the macro, I don't think about, okay, how many offices, how many offices do I need? I, think about, I worry about what's gonna bring me the offices and the offices are gonna be brought by human beings. So I need the right human beings. And what kind of human beings do I need? I need leaders and leaders are business owners, right? So business owners are gonna bring in the masses of assets, which is what's gonna create the thousand of agents, which will give us an X amount of offices, which we don't know right now. Exactly. So I remember one time you said people don't quit things, they quit people. People don't quit things, they quit people, absolutely. Right. So that falls into that, right? Because you're talking about agents, you're talking about ideas. Absolutely, which is why you need the leader. This is why we teach leadership and entrepreneurship because if you don't understand leadership, you ain't gonna build anybody. You ain't gonna build no team, you ain't gonna build nothing because leadership, everything rises and falls on leadership. Everything. Right, and everything. leadership, you're not born with it, you are. You gotta, you gotta learn it. You gotta, you gotta learn it. You gotta learn it, you gotta, it's a skill set. So, I was a horrible leader as a kid. Like, I was leading people the wrong way. But you're not born with leadership. I mean, some people can have an extra talent maybe in that skill, in that skill set, but you can, you, can, you can build it up. You can, it's a, it's a muscle. something you gain. Absolutely. Right? And it takes Absolutely. Practice. You know, and it's okay to make mistakes. We all learn from that. So mistakes. now, <laughs> next question. Where do you see this company in 2025? Great question. $100 million by 2025. 100 IBOs, 1,000 sales agents. We're gonna push very strong. That's the number that I have. And I, you know what's crazy? I write that thing every single, every single morning. Every single morning. And you know what's crazy? I've been running for three and a half years. Ever since I started a company. Writing down my goals every morning, every morning. Even if I'm on vacation, I try to find a way to say it, write it down somewhere else. I have my own notebook. It's like every notebook lasts a year. Every long it lasts. So spiral comp composite notebooks. If you do three times a day, I mean, three if you do put three days of goals, it'll add up to a whole year. It's just the way, it's a system for me. And I'm so used to waking up in the morning. The first thing I do, brush my teeth, shower, schmower, piss, schmiss, whatever. Then I go, Ugh. Because I'm running my goals. That's just so, it's so ingrained in me that I can't leave the house without running my goals. Because right, you're trying to manifest these things. Yeah. And I and I always, every morning I do two things 100%. I thank God for everything I have and thank God for the future. Thank, I, I don't ask God for many things. I pray to God and say, thank you so much for giving me the right mindset. Thank you so much for blessing me. And then I go to my goals. So that's, that's, my, that's, my, that's my morning ritual. And that is why you will stay blessed. I appreciate it. It's a beautiful thing. Okay. How does it feel to be 27 years old? And able to and able to control a business. You're 27 years old and you're controlling a business. 
I mean, to be honest with you, I don't I don't really think about my age. I mean, people ask me how old you are. I sometimes forget. I think I'm 21 years old. I swear really? to you. I oh. swear to God. I, I feel like I'm a liar because I had someone recently ask me how old are you. And I said 20, 21, oh, 24, oh, 27. Like, I forget that I'm 27 because I live a very young life. I'm very happy. and very energetic. I don't think about age. A lot of people let age kind of mess with their mind. Oh, my God, I'm 29. Oh, my God, I'm already 30. Oh, my God, I'm already 40. Like, they let that fuck with their mind. Me, I'm like... What does age have to do with my body? Nothing. My grandfather is 70 plus years old. He's 72. He works out in the gym like as if he's 21 years old. And in his mind, he's young. His body may be a little bit wrinkly as because 71 years old, you're not gonna have perfect skin. But he looks young for his age. Like he doesn't look 72, he looks like maybe he's 50, maybe 45. He looks young and he actually is active. He can do what he needs to do. He has girlfriends. Like that's how he's 72. How's that possible? He has four different girlfriends. Why? Because he doesn't care. He thinks he's 21 years old. That's how he is. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Well, that goes back to mindset, right? 100%. Mindset. If you if you think that through, your mindset that you're young, you're youthful, you're still bringing in that positive energy, that becomes a reflection of what you're bringing out. 100%. Awesome. So now, where do you see this company in 2025? We did ask that question. Ask that question? Okay. Yeah, we did. Perfect. We did. We did so now, next question someone asked people state that business must be separate from personal at what point did business become personal and who are your major influences trying tying the two together so business and personal for me is all the same like my life is my business and my business is my life now there is obviously a time to spend time with your wife your children your family but they all know what I do. I don't keep a separate life. Well, those business, you don't need to know about that. No, I I believe I live an intertwined life with compartments in it. So just in case there's an emotional problem in one of them, it doesn't affect me, but it's still all underneath one thing we call life. So I live a life of health, wealth, happiness, right? And love. And I, you need those four things that Ty Lopez always talks about. And one of them is, 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 is learning that wealth is a huge part. Like you're gonna, if you think about how many hours a person works, one, third of your life is gonna be is gonna be used up by, by work. So you might as well be doing something that you're excited about, not necessarily with the work part, but with the results part, right? So for me, the only reason why people don't like to mix business or personal is because they're not enjoying what they're doing business and they're afraid it's gonna affect their personal life. But if you tell your family and friends, yo, I'm gonna do this by this, and I need your support. For example, like when I'm gonna have children, I know what I'm gonna do with them. Make a little dream wall. I'm gonna do it with them. And if I had children right now, like if you have, if you have children, right? Yeah. Why don't you build a dream a dream wall with your children? Let them be part of that so that when you feel like quitting, your son says, well, hey, mommy, I thought you said we're getting that car. Hey, mommy, I thought we we're gonna go to Disneyland every year. And now they push you to achieve that greatness. Even though you wanna quit, you're utilizing your family, your personal, to inspire you in business. And most people wanna separate that, which is why they fail so much in business and they don't realize why their personal is really the think about it who do you love the most your, your children your wife your husband your mom your dad why don't you use them as fuel to fire you up to go get things done even if they hate it on you in the beginning because they will they're gonna say oh what's wrong with you you're crazy use that as fuel say yeah i'm gonna prove you wrong mama i'm gonna get you free i just tell my mom all the time i'm gonna i'm gonna get you free i'm gonna get you free no she's not in jail okay no she's just working 40 hours a week for a job and i said mom you're gonna be free because i'm gonna say hey listen here's two thousand dollars a week you don't have to think about nothing and I'm at a point right now where I pay my mom every single week a little chunk of money. And not because she wants it, because I, because I want to. I want to help her out. I told her the other day, if you want to retire your job, you let me know. The day you want to retire, I got you. I don't want you to worry about nothing. I don't want her to worry about nothing. And that's the power you have when you build a business. You don't have that power when you're an employee. Not, not, not to say that being an employee is bad. 
But you got to make that decision. Are you an entrepreneurial person or are you going to be an employee person? If you're going to be an employee person, you're not going to have the, the, the fruits of the labor that you want. If you're going to be an entrepreneurial person, you got to understand this challenge is going to come with it. And it's going to be very, very difficult. What was the second part of that question? Uh, the second part of that question was, um, who was your major influence in tying the two together? I don't really know who was a major influence in tying all that together, but I do know that I look up to mentors a lot. And one of the biggest mentors was Grant Cardone, Patrick and David, uh, and Gary Vaynerchuk. Those are like, you know, those top, and John Maxwell, right? Those are huge influences that I have. And I have them over here, the five people I'll be mentored by and meet. And I actually met all of them, except Gary Vee. That's the only one I didn't meet yet. Right, but I'm going to, right? I met Grant Cardone. I, actually, I didn't meet John Maxwell. I'm, actually, I'm lying. I didn't meet, I meet two of them. But I met Patrick with David. I met Ty Lopez. I got wow. pictures with them. Now, my next step is to get mentored by them. How do I get mentored by them? I got to make noise. I got to be big. I got to be juicy. Know who you are. Well, they got to know who I am, right? So I got to do the work to be able to get them to say, hey, who's this guy? I want to mentor this guy, right? Exactly. So I'm working on what I need to work on, but I learn. I'm, they're my ghost mentors. I read their books. I study their programs. I buy everything they have because I want to grow myself. So by doing all that, I've learned how to mix business and personal together and not let it affect each other. Beautiful. So with that said, you know, I always said it too, wherever you work is your first home. It's not even your second, it's your first home because that's where you're spending most of your time at. One third, think about eight hours. If you think about how many hours you have in a day, it's 24 hours. Eight goes to sleeping, eight goes to working, and the rest of the eight goes somewhere else. Well, actually it's like home or family, whatever, but home is not really your home, it's it's your work life. That's your home because that's your investment. That's where you. That's what takes you to where you're trying to go. Your dreams and your goals. And when you mix your your passion, your business, your entrepreneurial life with your personal life, you live a full life because you're not com- you're not separating the two. I don't want you to understand. And I don't want people to get confused about compartmentalizing. You should compartmentalize your emotions when it comes to those things. Absolutely. But if your business is intertwined with your personal life, meaning like your family know about it, your dreams, your goals, it's very easy to grow. Because now they're going to help you out. That That's what I was saying. The support, the support system is huge. So yeah, Even though like, I didn't have that 100%, right. in the back of my mind, I knew that one day they're going to support me. One day, even though they don't like it and they don't appreciate it right now, they will one day. And are they supporting you right now? I mean, obviously, this is fucking fruit of the tree. It's very easy to follow someone that has fruit of the tree. They need to know this. It's very easy. I mean, listen, in the beginning, when I didn't have the money, they didn't support it. They didn't understand it. Why should they? It's like I have friends, a friend of mine that have businesses. They're like, oh, my employees don't appreciate what I do. They don't want to work as hard as I... I'm like, why the fuck would you want them to work as hard? You haven't... They're your employees. They shouldn't work as hard as you. You're the owner. That's true. I don't expect my team to work harder than me. Hell no. I don't expect my employees to work harder than me. No, I've got to work 10 times harder than everybody because this is mine. You want it to work harder than you? Make them owners. Give them equity. Like we do, we give you guys a chance to be an independent business owner. Absolutely. Then you'll be, guess what? You'll treat it like it's yours. But until then, I don't expect that. Hey, you have, you have a lot of corporations that tell you, hey, treat this business like it's yours and you stick with a base salary or base hourly wage. Good, pay me, motherfucker. Make me the boss. And it leaves you there. And then you have to wait and command for promotions. You know, why not be able to take it for your skill set, what you've learned throughout those years, you know? And this is a great opportunity, Mike. I'm glad that you opened this up for us. 100%. So the next question I have here is, as the first, uh, I'm sorry, as the first IP of the company. Uh, we have to put the AC on, because I'm a dinosaur room, son. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Give me, give me that remote control, man. Give me that remote control. I know it's pockets. I know you guys can't hear me, smear me, but it's all good, man. I'm gonna die, I'm gonna melt like an ice cream cone in the summertime. Okay. Let me know the I hear a difference. Comments below. Okay. <laughs> what were the three biggest obstacles you had to overcome to become successful? Number one, I was crazy. Okay. 
as the biggest obstacle, honestly. Like I, I don't. I think if you're not crazy, you're not fun. I mean, I like that. I I'm crazy in my own head, but I don't. Uh, I used to allow other people to control my emotions, and in the past couple of years, I feel so amazing where no one. Can. That was one of my biggest challenges. Being when I say crazy, my emotions. Like I was so controlled by if someone told me something about me and it didn't sound positive, I would be devastated. I got it to a point now that you can say whatever you want. I get so, you know what's crazy? I get sometimes hate mail or hate messages. And I, and I read a lot, I'm like, I don't care. Now even, I even have, like even when I had ex-girlfriends, they would say some crazy shit. I'm like, okay, it doesn't affect me anymore. Because when you get so mentally confident in who you are, you don't allow other people's opinions to mess with you. And that was one of my biggest struggles, my biggest obstacles. I had to overcome the idea that I am not that important in their head after those conversational points. So for example, someone says, fuck you, I hate you. After that, they don't care about me, but they're going back to their own life. I'm not that important, but I think you're thinking about me the rest of the day. Exactly. So when I started to understand, I'm like, holy shit, they don't even care. They're just, they're just emotionally hurt, trying to hurt me. They ain't gonna hurt me. They ain't gonna phase me. And I started to focus on my bubble. How do I protect my bubble? So that was one of the struggles I had. Number two, I had, uh, my second struggle was I'm too smart. Meaning, I like C students and I like D students because they're much easier to succeed than guys like me. I'm an A, D student. So I'm, I, sometimes the smart ones are the ones that analyze everything too much. So we don't want to listen to our mentors or coaches as fast as someone maybe as a C or D. The C or D guy has always been losing. He has no other choice but to fucking listen because he doesn't have his brain to, he doesn't have the, I don't want to say the brain, but he doesn't have the, the education, so to say, to start judging and analyzing shit. But the A student is the one that's like, Always questioning everything. Always questioning everything. And I was mean, I, I ended up wasting a lot of time. I was doing a lot of work at 211 degrees instead of doing it at 212 degrees. So you're saying you would have been more successful at a younger age? I would have been a millionaire at 21, 22 years old and I would have done things the right way. You didn't overthink and... But it took me longer than I expected, but it's okay. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you're a millionaire by 30 or 25. It don't fucking matter. As long as you're a millionaire, that's what really counts. A lot of the people put time frame into it. And the third thing that I would say that really uh, 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 was a big obstacle was dealing with people. When you're crazy and emotional and you're figuring out yourself and you're not listening to people and you're making a lot of mistakes, a lot of failure, you've got to learn how to deal with people. And I had one of the toughest challenges were learning how to deal with people and how to communicate with people and how to lead people. That was one of the biggest challenges. So leadership and people skills was huge for me. I had to learn that. I can imagine you have different people with different mindsets. Um, they come from different backgrounds. I was very abrasive. I was very rude, very abrasive, very cocky. Were you dealing with like multiple people at the same time while dealing with yourself? Yeah, it was very challenging. I was figuring myself out while I was figuring out others, and it was very, it was a lot of emotions. Like I Did said, you lose any good Tons. Um, deals? I would say big deals. deals. I lost teams. No, Forget sales. about sales. I lost teams. I lost friendships. I lost family members. Like I lost a lot of friends, but. I don't care about the losses because the losses mean nothing because the gains came later. Because now they're all watching my Instagram and they're all enjoying my stuff. And now they're thanking me, saying, oh man, I appreciate you, man. You're amazing, man. You're crazy things back in the day. That's the way it is. Because listen, you're either gonna, you, you're gonna love me, you're gonna hate me. Either way, you're gonna know me. That's my mindset. One day they're gonna Google you. They're gonna Google me. In your network. They will. And, and they're, gonna, they're gonna regret prejudging me. Yeah. And not giving me a chance because those guys that have been with me for many years, like I have Andrea Bruschetti, I have Jason Fernandez, those are people that have been with me for a very long time and they haven't judged me on who I was. Andrea is actually the longest person that knows me for nine years. Awesome friend. She never judged me. She let me be who I needed to be and let me grow into who I needed to grow into. And that's the people you need to be around. 
You don't want to be around people who must judge you and make you feel down about who you are. Absolutely. You know, it's it's not about the um, potential in you. It's about who you are. I always looked at it like that. Because potential is saying to be someone you're not. You know, acceptance is key of who you are. So now yeah, accept who you are, yeah. Okay. Next question. Uh, as the... Uh, I don't know why. Okay. So as a... Someone asked, as a foster child for it. Like, as a what? As the as the foster child. I don't know if you want to. Well, I wasn't a foster child. I, I, I lived in a group home. So I wasn't. A, you could call it a foster kid, but not really. I lived in a group home. Okay. So from someone coming from a background of foster, like, yeah, foster, foster care, foster care system, in a group home system. Um. Does. How did how were you able to become successful and actually inspire you? Okay, so so I get the question. So let me just say something. Whoever wrote that question is also a question, by the way. Now you gotta understand, your past does not make your future. Your past does not make you who you are today. What happened in your past doesn't mean anything. So a lot of times people bring it's like I get an example. Imagine carrying a backpack. And every day you dig a little rock and you put it in your backpack. And people carry those rocks forever. Those troubles, those pains, those hurts. You don't have to. Take the backpack off, throw it off the cliff, and go on. And that's what I did. I didn't let my past really destroy me. I let it fuel me. I said, I am not going to live like that. I will never be in a position where I'm not in control because I was taken away out of my control. I was always controlled. So I said, I don't want to be controlled. I need control. How do I get control? Huh, let's look at the research. If you have more money, you have more control. If you have more options, you have more control. If you have more choices, you have more control. So you need health, wealth, happiness, and love to have more control. So that's what I was chasing. And because of that fuel, I was able to go through millions of obstacles, not giving a rip on the pain, through the process, because I really wanted to fucking be in control. That was my biggest hot button, control. That's why everybody that knows me, you cannot tell me what to do. I want to be told what to do by myself. I want to choose to do it. The only person that doesn't know what to do is my mentor and God. That's it. Everybody else, I got to tell you what's up. <laughs> I like how he always tells me, the more problems, the better. More, more problems or more opportunities? More opportunities. I took that kind of, I was caught apart when he said that to me. But then it made sense. The more obstacles, Do you value the more that? trials and tribulations. Do you value that? Absolutely. I, I come from struggle. I know what I, I know what that means. So I feel for that when he said that because if I didn't have that, then what do I have to inspire others? So we're gonna go to the next question. Um, I'm gonna get the best ones because get the best ones. Get the best. There's a lot of questions. I like that. Okay. Who are the type of people you are trying to inspire and impact? Hmm, that's a great question, actually. It's a great Smart question. Who am I trying to impact and inspire? What do you say? Who? who are the type of people? People that want better for themselves. People that have problems. Okay. If they don't have problems, it's boring. It is. So I'm looking for people that actually. Have a story. This is the people that I look for. I look for three types of people. Well, not three types, but three qualities in a person for me to coach them and help them. Number one, they have to have a burning desire. They have to have a burning desire for something. Does not mean money. Does not mean school. Be whatever. A burning desire for something. Because that's a it's a characteristic. It's a trait. Number two, they have to have a work ethic. They have to be ambitious. You cannot succeed in anything if you're lazy, crazy. That's true. Okay. And number three, you have to have an open mind to be coachable, to have an educational mindset. So if you have those three qualities, game over. Let's go, baby. I'll help you out. 
question for you. This right here. Okay. This question right here. Yes. Subscribe to the back. How do you think what you're building will will impact the youth and future generations? So I look at everything as a ripple effect. Okay. If I impact a thousand people, what happens to those families? For example, if I help one person make a hundred thousand dollars a year, what does that do for the community? What does that do for that family? The child can go to a better school. The child can have better clothing. They can have better food on the table. The husband and wife can have better choices. So to me, it's not just about the, the, the impact I make on the guy's paycheck. It's the ripple effect. So to me, everything I do, I know that it's impacting somebody in a positive way or a negative way. I've made some negative impacts in life. I've been angry at certain people. I've screamed at people. I've said some nasty things to me when I was younger. And those things created a neg negative ripple effect. Instead, which affected them and it affected me. So now I have a different mindset. What can I do to add more value to the community? What can I do to add more value? I don't get paid for this shit. I don't want to get paid. I honestly, from the bottom of my heart, I don't want to make money for my videos. I just want to help people. I'll make money with my sales and my sales organizations because that's where the money comes from, from a real business. A lot of these guru schmoos be talking about Shopify store, this store, that store, driving Lamborghinis, all this bullshit. They're 20 years old. The fuck do you have? You have no business experience and you're talking about you did this much of Shopify for one fucking week and you consider yourself a successful entrepreneur? It's ridiculous. I have a real business. I deal with real people, real problems, real struggles, and real opportunities, and that's what it's all about because I want to make money from there and make a huge lasting impact in people's lives with so the ripple effect and change people in the long run. So that's really my, my biggest thing. And I know it's going to help people. I'm going to have a big-ass picture in my, my family's house. You know the creepy little picture like this? Because they're going to say, hey, that's Grandpa. That's Grandpa Mike right there. Great, great Grandpa Mike. Look what he did for us. That's what I want. Yeah, you're, you're, I can definitely say that you're part of a huge movement. I don't even think you realize how big this is going to be because, you know, even myself, you, you being in my life and your team in my life has done something big for me. And it's to the point where I'm talking about it with my kids. And my kids see it. You know? That's important. Different mindset. Um, staying positive no matter how much the promises thrown at me. I'm only one person. To have you here, it's amazing. I appreciate that. You're actually trying. And you're doing, you're accomplishing, and that is gonna be huge for the youth. I appreciate you. I appreciate, listen, I appreciate these questions. I appreciate some of the guys wanted to ask me these questions. There's a lot more questions we didn't get through, but it's all good. We'll probably get it another time. But I just wanna say, guys, it doesn't matter your background, it doesn't matter who you are, it doesn't matter where you come from, it doesn't matter if you're black, white, Hispanic, tall, short, skinny, fat, ugly, fugly, beautiful, it don't matter. It matters how bad do you want it and do you want it bad enough as you want to, as you want to breathe if you're in the ocean drowning. And if you want it that bad, you're going to succeed. So what I want you to do right now is very simple, okay? I know you like this content. Do me a favor, leave me a review on my iTunes, okay? Do me a favor and, and actually subscribe to our YouTube channel. Do me a favor, share this with a friend. Do not be selfish, be selfless. You want to be successful, it starts with being significant. Thinking about other people. So do me a favor, share this with a friend, share this with a family member, and I guarantee you, every single month that we come at you, we spit fire. All right, guys, have a good one.